What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Craze tonight? In the House of Craze tonight, we have Mr. Dwayne Moore. He's got a Kickstarter, DM Double Comics Volume 1. And we're going to be talking about a little battle between banners and tabletops. You'll know more about it when we get to it. Let's get We are the only show for independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your man's listen to us on the go. Updated every week. Miss a day, join the squad. Come on in, it's time to catch the craze. If you are an independent, catch the craze. Making moves on your own, catch the craze. On your grind in the streets, catch the craze. Join the movement, catch the craze. Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now. Yeah, you want to do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Catch the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most, Sam the Crazy Man Vera, and I am with George the Dreamer, Medina. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. We are coming at you from you know, a location in Texas, a location in New York. <laughs> We're coming <laughs> to you from your backyard. And, uh, it's, it's August 19th, and here we are. We are. We have another guest. Another Mr. guest. Mr. Dwayne Moore. He'll be talking to us in a few minutes about his creative journey and his Kickstarter that he's got on right now. We have a Get Your Mets segment, some indie news. Um, that we're ready for it. But before we get into all that, make sure that you subscribe to the channel. You know, hit the link. Yeah. At the bottom, that tells you, you know, when we're going to go live, subscribe, comment, do all those fun things. Uh, make sure that the, the channel grows, the channel Word. grows. But Sam, what's happening, my brother? What's happening? Middle of August. What's going on? Oh, you got You got a convention. I got a convention tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Ooh, you ready? I'm, I'm, I'm left. Yeah, let's call me Eddie, but for you, especially because oh. it's been so spaghetti. Dude, yes. <laughs> let me tell you something, bro. I, I, I love getting ready for conventions. Like, yeah. It is, it is so much fun. Like just getting ready for that convention, getting ready to go out there and do your thing. Like there's, I'm, I'm glad that they're back, you know? And oh yeah, yeah. Back. And they've yeah. been back for a while, but I'm glad they're back because it's, it's a good time. It's yeah. I heard really that uh, San Diego was getting a bad rap. They're calling them the super spreader. Oh, Apparently yeah, a lot of people people. walked away. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was yeah. like, yo, you know what? We just had the fan expo. We didn't have none of that. And we had 80,000 people yeah. stop acting up. So, yeah. um, Anyway, so yeah, but eighty thousand people versus one hundred and thirty or one hundred and forty thousand—that's that's a big difference. I don't know. <laughs> that's no, a big difference. I, I don't know, but that is, 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 yo, everybody take your meds, bro. Take your meds. But uh, yeah, mean, yeah, listen, you're gonna get. You're gonna get. You're gonna get it. I got it when I was in Vegas. Word. That's what I'm saying. You're gonna get it. Like whenever you're in, you're amongst all those people. Not everybody practices. Someone's, no, you know, high keys. <laughs> Yo, oh, bro. Damn, it's, like, it's like, dude, what the? F- 
That's yeah. what happened to me. I got in the elevator and my nose started itching because it was crowded. And I was like, when my nose itches, someone's sick. And I was like, oh, it's over now. It's over for me. And next year, no, the shakes, the pains. It was like, what? That's crazy. It hit you hard, bro. Yo, it got me. It hit you hard, dude. That it must be up. It's crazy because you don't know how it's going to affect different people. Like yeah. some people get it, have no symptoms. Some people get it, and it's like you, like your legs hurt, like everything. Oh, I felt like I got beat up with baseball bats. Right, right, right. I was it's like, damn, right. I need to do more squats. I got to get more muscles in there. <laughs> <laughs> so this thing is trying to eat away at my body. Yeah. Like, Yo. trying to eat you up. But yeah, I mean, other than that, it's, yeah. it's good that conventions are back and that we're able yeah. to go out there and meet people and, you know, just talking to the fans and selling books. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a great time. It, it motivates you. You yes. go out there and you come back motivated. So tomorrow, I'm sure you're gonna have you're gonna have a, a good time. What is it? A two day show or a three day it's show? A two day show. I'm going to be at the uh, the Arlington Comic Fest, the 20th and 21st. Yes, so it's gonna be there. You know, me, my wife is gonna be with me. Um, she, she's my road dog, and the good thing is it's only 25 minutes from the house, which is great. Oh snap! Uh, really? Yeah, 30 minutes, like 30 30 minute drive. Um, what is it? it, it is it, it? It's not a convention center. It's like a yeah. It's a it's a it's a convention. It's it's a convention center. They, uh, it is a convention where, center. Yeah, okay. in, uh, um, I forgot what it was, but it's a big facility. Um, mm. uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's my first time. You know, every every show I'm doing in Texas is gonna be my first time there. So uh, yeah, and yeah. then I have another show next week. So which is uh, pretty dope at the the Denton back Comic Art Exposition. Yeah, it's back to back. Yeah, it's good. Back to and back. then what what when's the second fan expo you're doing? That one's in October. So then uh, October. I'm doing the Fan Festival, which is a three-day event. is the 14th through 16th of October, okay. downtown okay. Dallas at the Convention Center. Then I will be meeting up with uh, Mr. Paul Gomez of Bushy Boo at the Cowtown Comic Con on the 22nd and the 23rd. So, um, And I think two of those events, I have an eight-foot table, which is even better, more real estate. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. those are good. Yeah, yeah, those are good. The, uh, is, your, is your, I guess, your uh, tablecloth, is it long enough for the eight? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I actually changed my uh, chamber cloth. I got a new design. It's, it's fire. Oh, okay, um, okay. Yeah, so I changed the other one um, because the logo that was the old logo. So I changed the new one with a lot of my new graphics and new images um, on it, and I changed my banner too. So um, it's going to be the first time I'm presenting it there. It's going to be fire. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to be talking a little bit about presentation just a few minutes from now. But why don't we go into into indie news, Sam? Earth. Let people know Earth. what's cracking. What's cracking, lacking? <laughs> I have some There's nailing in my toilet launches September 20th on Kickstarter. Have you signed up today? Why not? Why haven't you done so already? You want to sign up. This one's going to be fun. It's called I Chihuahua. This is where he meets Herman, the Chihuahua, who thinks duties are talking jalapeno. Oh, it's a crazy. It's going to be nuts. So not only that, but this campaign is a double feature. You have a chance to get two books. There's Nailing My Toilet issue number three, and you also can get this book. Boom. Duties Monsters on Planet Cthulhu. This is going to be crazy. It's a one-shot for that I've worked on really hard in the back end for this. That's a three-cover image. So you can either get the single cover or all three covers as an add-on when you unlock it from a stretch goal. So, um, um, But if you sign up to the campaign... And you hit me up and you send me your email saying, Sam, I signed up for the launch. 
I will send you this digital print of Duty's Monsters on Planet Cthulhu. It's a month. Uh, on Planet Cthulhu. Monster. And, I know. And if you sign up, you'll get this digital print. And then if you physically back it, you get a physical copy of whatever on the campaign, you will get this physical print. Uh, it's a 7 by 10 print that'll fit right into your sleeves um and it's pretty dope so uh, again all you have to do is send me an email and say sam i signed up and i'll send it to you right away um but yeah it's exciting so this campaign is going to be exciting um the goal is to get to 100 signups before we launch uh so let's help spread the word the kids are loving it if you have kids and you haven't picked up the first two issues now you can get all three issues so you're going to be able to get one two and three if you've never backed it before um so it's uh, it's gonna be fun and all issues are gonna be available so it's gonna be dope yeah, yeah, good. That's it's a good way to catch up uh, with the with the campaign. Yeah, no, good stuff. And yeah, listen, everybody out there, you're welcome. See, Sammy's giving stuff away. He, you know, you deserve it. You guys are all deserving of yes. this print. Make sure that you sign up so you can get the print. Word. But the only way that Sam will know who to send the print to is let me know. You let him know that yo, Sam, I signed up, bro. Here's my email. Send me that digital. And then if you pledge. Similar to what I was doing with the with the Wonder Duck. If you pledge, then he'll send you the, the, the print. And everybody wins, you know? Everybody, everybody wins. So, yeah, no, good stuff, man. Good stuff. So make sure that you sign up to the page today. The, the, the campaign launches in about a, a month. Yeah. So you have a month's worth of time to sign up. As of this recording, you know, there are 10 people already signed up. But hopefully by the time this airs, there'll be, you know, maybe three times that. That amount. So, That'd be dope. And so even, I mean, because we're, I'm launching this, or you know, just before Halloween, um, there's also a variant cover for issue number three um, with uh, a Here's Duty cover, which is an homage to The Shining uh, with Jack Nicholson. So this is also going to be available on the campaign as well. Um, so it's going to be fun. I mean, I'm working really, really, really hard on on the uh, the stuff, and um, it's going to be all duty. It's uh, so. You know, I, I wanted to ask you about that. What what made you do The Shining on a kid's like comic? Because this is the first time Duty's getting into the house, so mm -hmm. it's like it's like a surprise. Like here's Duty, right? So then I was so like, that's, that's like for the parents. So the parents will get the reference because yeah, so the parents are gonna get the reference. the kids are not gonna get it. You know, the parents are gonna get the Shining reference. So um, and it's you know the parents. I need them to buy it for the kids. So you got something for yourself too. So uh, if you're a Jack Nicholson fan, this is a great homage to it. Most people do homage covers to other comic books. I wanted to do one to this film because it's right around Halloween. That's the reason why I came up with Duty's Monsters versus On um, Planet Cthulhu because I wanted a Halloween story for Halloween. Um, uh, I already have a Christmas special that I won't be launching until probably 2024. Um, uh, 24, 23. 24 I, i'll be watching maybe maybe at the end of the, i'm gonna i'm launching at the end of the first arc of disney in my toilet which oh. is you know the when he returns and he goes after santa so i already have that story uh, i might launch it next christmas next year it's well, like yeah, i mean halloween story and add that as a stretch one because yeah, you're doing how many you'll be you would have done this is issue three you would have done issue four sometime next year and issue, issue five in january Right, so you, what do you do? Like three, three a year usually. You do like next year. I'm doing four. Oh, you doing um, four? Yeah, because um, remember the first one I launched was in April. Um, I launched it late, so next year I'm gonna start early. So you know, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. Yeah, yeah. So like every three months. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. 2023 is gonna be gonna be a good year, man. I think we're gonna have a lot of stuff that's gonna be hitting the uh, 
hitting the streets. And yeah. uh, and just so, just so you guys know, the Adventures of Wonder Duck. Uh, you guys should have already gotten. Uh, most of you have should have already gotten everything at this point. Um, <laughs> we were talking about well, we talked about, and you guys will hear it next next week. Yeah. The horror stories of uh, media mail being returned to me, and I That's had a whole scary, bunch bro. of packages. Yeah, I had a whole bunch of packages at my house when I got back from vacation because they had <laughs> been returned, returned to sender because they didn't qualify for media mail because they opened them up and found out they were comics, which Wait, man, the this, bro. which the post office can do. The post office can open up media mail. They like the soup nuts, sure. bro. Isn't that crazy, yo? That they can open up. You know what it is because they're not. You're paying a third party. Yeah, they're probably pissed that you didn't go through, you didn't pay through that. Did you pay through the post office? No, you're paying a third party. So they're like, wait, yeah. wait, wait, we're getting, we're delivering this, but we got jacked up. So I wonder, do they get a percentage of that? I'm, I'm thinking they do. I mean, everything is through the postal. I think it's part of their system. Like, uh, it's not. I mean, how can it not be? I, I can't yeah. just go. So I'm not shipping it UPS. I'm not shipping it. I'm not shipping it FedEx. I'm shipping it USPS. That's part of their. You know what I mean? I don't know. But yeah, so a lot of stuff was returned. So if you didn't get it right away, it's because of that. Uh, it's because the, the stuff was <laughs> I can see you walking outside. And that's like, oh, was it? I gave a letter to the mailman just the other day. And the very next morning, it came right back to me. They wrote up on it. Return, send that. Address unknown. You ever heard that song? No such number. No such zone. No. 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 <laughs> Elvis no. Presley, return to sender. No, no, no. <laughs> so I never heard that song. I mean, I'm, hey, big shout out to Nino Messerina. He's a big, he's a big Elvis fan. I'm sure he's heard it. I love that. Yes. Sure he's heard it. He's heard it. But yeah, so so that happened with uh with the Adventures of Wonder Duck. But on uh, other Wonder Duck news, uh, issue seven is being worked on right now. I'm I'm getting ready after I'm done with all my lettering duties. I'm I'm lettering actually duty number three. Right now, I'm also lettering a book called, uh, or I lettered, I should say, designated. That is the Mark Torres uh, yeah. you know, book. That I guess we had him a couple of days. I don't know when it ends at this point. I think the campaign is still live. Um, so yeah, so I'm lettering that. I'm lettering a book for Sebastian Bonet, his book, and so I'm also lettering my own book. The Adventures of Wonder Duck, issue number six, or chapter six, I should say, because what I'm going to do is I'm releasing chapter or the second graphic novel. I'm using a second graphic novel, and that'll be next year. So if you catch me at a show next year, and inside, yeah, and inside your <laughs> your uh, your packages, you should have seen a little golden ticket. If you have a golden ticket, find me at any one of these conventions, and I will give you a copy of the new graphic novel for free. So big shout out to everybody who 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 you know. Uh, follow the campaign and pledge to it. Thank you very, very, very much. Very, very much. But yeah, my brother. So yeah, no, next year is going to be busy, bro. It's going to be busy. And I'm hoping to have um, more stuff, we more busy. stories, you know, yeah. writing more stories and, and doing more things. So, you know, hope, hopefully by next year, we would have reached a thousand subscribers. We could start, you know, doing more things with the channel. So, uh, so yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a good 2023, I think. You know, word, word. I'm getting a getting lot, of, a lot getting of things, a lot of things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's time to get our meds. What do you think? Uh, let, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it.
time for your medicine. Banners versus table display. Ooh. What do you say? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, bro. <laughs> so you only have money for one or the other. No right? money, no honey. What do you do? What what do you choose? Do you choose the banner or do you choose the table display? You know? I mean, obviously, you need the book, so you have right, to have so the book. Explain to me what do you mean by table display. So table display means the tablecloth, you know, with your logo on it. Table table display could be, you know, all the little, you know, just things to hold up the comics. And, you know, you, you have maybe maybe you decided to do cutouts of your QR codes for the table and all this other stuff, making it look nice and fancy. Just stuff to adorn the table and make it look appealing for people to come up to the table. But you don't have money. You only have money for one or the other, the table display or the banner. What do you do? Which one do you choose, Sam? I choose blue pill, red pill. I choose the banner. Yeah, I do too. I choose the banner because I you can just agree. stack up your books flat. You can stack them high and then put the books standing against it front so you can see it when you walk by. But yeah. the banner is the most important thing. You're competing with everybody else. That's right. The banner is going to give you exposure. People are going to be able to see you from far away. You know, that banner that's standing up eight feet tall. When somebody says, ah, where's the, where is that booth? Boom, there it is. Your name is on it. Your logo's on it. Everything. I was at a, I was at a convention um, just recently at the Terrific Con with, uh, with Jay and terrific, terrific, terrific. At, at the table. And a kid came up to the table and literally bought books because he loved the banner. He's like, yo, because he has, he has artwork on the banner. He has his name. He's like, yo, dudes, that art right there. What is that? Like, are you selling that stuff here? He was like, yeah, this is my book here. He bought a book. I think he bought a commission. Like he was, he fell in love with the artwork on the banner that it drove the sale on the table. So that's why you look at the table. Yeah, that's, that, and, that's exact, and that's exactly why a banner to me is more important than your table display. That's what I'm not saying that the table display is a licensing expo. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I'm, I'm not saying that the table display isn't important because it is. You know, but if you can only choose one, um, I, I, I would definitely. I agree with you 100. I will definitely do. The uh, the what you call it the uh, the banner. Now the table display. Listen, the table display is important too because it makes you look professional. It makes it look like you know, like oh, what's this? What's what's this going on? You have to be careful with the table display too, is that it's not cluttered and you don't clutter it with stuff mm -hmm. so that it's not appealing anymore. But most most shows give you uh, you know a tablecloth. Most shows do usually. Yeah. You know they have it'll have your name on the table anyway. Right. So you know, the reason why the banner is more important over the tablecloth with your logo on it is because people are seeing you from a distance. Yeah, they're not going to see the tablecloth until they come up on you. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so who cares? Yeah. You know, I mean, just take a bed sheet and throw it on your damn table. But right. um, um, yeah. you know, I think for you, you want to be able to advertise yourself because you're going to be competing with people who are just as aggressive and um, who have big banner ads. And if you have nothing behind you, they're wondering, are you like somebody's helper? What are you doing here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I'm just a misfit. Why am I such a nitwit? So you want to make sure that you're representing, you know, it's like, you kids, you yeah. kids. Not, I remember, like, even when you're telling people you're going to be at the show, if you're advertising it on social media or whatever, yeah. it's easy to say, look out for this banner and maybe post a picture of your banner. And now people have mm -hmm. something to see from far away because for anyone who's at a convention they know these conventions get packed and there's see there's just a sea yeah. of people and yeah. what you're looking for is landmarks what you're looking for is you know different things 
that'll drive your eye. And if your banner is the one standing up there, like like almost like a beacon, then that's where you go. And um, and it works out. It works out. A lot of the time, people will come up to the table and, and be like, oh, this is nice. You know, what do you do? Like, it, it's, a conver- it's a conversation starter before you even yeah. do anything else. You yeah. know? So, yeah, make sure you have a banner. Make sure you have a banner even before the whole the whole table thing, I think. I mean, yeah, I think you know it's just marketing one on one, and you know the you know you want to again conventions are crowded, um, and you know the average person is about what five eight, right? So you, you everyone's looking up, but they're looking up for wayfinders, they're looking up for signs, they're looking up for directionals, and so when they're walking through, if you have a nice presentation, even if it has your name at the top of it, like my new banner says, the art of Vera, right? Yeah. So and um, you know, so at least they'll say, "Oh, yeah, that's that's where he is." Um, you want to be able to people to uh, be able to find you in in the sea of madness because some sometimes it's just crazy, and uh, you know they need to have directionals. You're like a lighthouse. Your banner is a lighthouse. Yeah. You know, just sending them a beacon and saying, "Follow, come over here." Yeah, no, for sure, and that's exactly what it is. And hopefully, if you've done if you've done the work correctly, then they'll know where to find you because you've been posting it on your social media networks and all that other stuff. Yeah. To say hey, come come find me over here. I'm at because you know it, it, it's it's crazy because obviously a convention will give you a number, a booth number, and that's just so that they can set up their their map or whatever. But nobody ever knows where booth number three or four is. No. Yeah, nobody ever knows. They they may look at the program and say, okay, booth three or four, and they go or ask him if they really want to see who if they really want to find you. They'll ask people where's booth whatever because we've had that. I mean, look what happened to me at the Fan Expo. Right. So on email, I get, I say, this is your booth and they give you a floor map and it shows you where you're going to be. Right. So I go and I look and there's people in my area. So I go to the concierge or whatever, the information say, Hey, yo, what's my booth? And there's somebody there. Oh, we changed everything last minute, last minute. I never got an update. You know, so now, you know, so if I didn't have my banners, people are never going to find me because now oh. people are going to that location on the map thinking yeah. that's where you're going to be. Yeah. Just somewhere else on the, on the, in the place. So you, you don't don't assume that, you know, you're going to be in the same spot. Um, your banner is your advertisement. Yeah, big time. It, it, we, I was, um, I saw Keith, Keith Gleason at, at, the, at the show that I was at. And he moved his table three times. You know, one time it was just, they had put him in a location where it, it, he was selling kids stuff and it just wasn't vibing with the with stuff around them. So he said, can I move it? They said, sure, move it. So he moved somewhere else. And then that location didn't work out. Oh, I can't remember the reason. So he moved it a third time. But he has a banner. So if you're looking for the mighty mascots, you find you will you would be able yeah, to find have clout to be able to move three times. Yeah. Well, yeah, he kind of knows the uh, the the promoter over at Turkey. Okay. He was able to to do that. But most of us don't. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? You are where you are, you yeah. know, and like and that's it. But who knows what booth that's gonna be? So that's where your banner comes in. So make sure you get a banner. If you are going to invest in anything for the first, if it's your first convention and you have nothing else, get yourself a banner. Get just Don't show up at a convention with nothing. Yeah, no, that's, not, that's a no-no. That's a waste of money. You show up at a convention, unless you're an incredible salesman and you have like Berserker on the freaking, on, on your table or whatever, it, you waste yeah, yeah. Unless you're unless you're a big name that you don't need any of that stuff, you yeah. just need to show up. People are gonna know. Um because yeah. you're gonna have your people directing people. So uh exactly. um when you're not when you don't have that clout and that notoriety, um, you need to 
do yourself a favor and make sure you at least have an eight foot banner uh, behind you. Um, you know, and the reason why I say at least minimum eight feet, because usually the standard height is eight feet. Um, but also when you're sitting down, you're covering the bottom. So you want to make sure that whatever that four feet that's above you has a nice graphic and your name's at the top right. uh, or the name of your book or whatever or it is. Whatever so. it is you're, you're advertising. Absolutely. And they're not that expensive. I mean, one of those, one of those banners, what, it'll run you, what, a buck 50 or something like that? Yeah, yeah. You can get it now through Comics Wellspring, too. Oh, yeah. Comics Wellspring. I ordered my latest banner from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was crazy is that it ordered everything from them and they don't ship you anything until they all ship together oh, well, so yeah, like one one doesn't them. go without the other so i was like i got uh the, the the uh the boxes the bags the boards all that stuff whatever and then i decided to get get a banner for the you know and change my banner and i realized when i was i said oh they got banners i didn't know that so i did it with them um, but nothing gets shipped until everything gets shipped, which is crazy. Yeah, you're keeping them in business, bro. They're gonna have to start sponsoring the show. What's which up, coming? Like, I was like, yo, dude, what you know, you know, speed it up, bro. You're taking too right. much time with my stuff. Let's um, go. We we need a sponsor. Comics Wellspring. You know, yeah, know. talk to us, talk to us about sponsors. Yeah, I know. I know. We ready. We ready for I you. could just made another order with them just for uh, uh re-upped for just because the because I have two conventions back to back. I needed to ex get extra inventory. Yeah, no, no, no. They're 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 a good. They're listen. They're a good company. They've. Uh, they've I like the quality. Been, I like the quality. They've taken, they've taken the industry by storm. I'll say that because Kablam yeah. for a long time had the had the the market cornered to a certain extent, and then they popped up and they started doing fulfillment. And I think that that was a big move when they started doing fulfillment. That was big. That was huge. Huge. Um, yeah, huge. But yeah, no, that's 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 get your meds. You it's know, get your meds. About banners and, and tables. Make sure you get yourself banners. Get out there and get yourself a banner. Yeah, get Don't yourself a banner. banner. Yes. Don't mess with banners. You have to choose between a tablecloth and a banner, get the banner first. Um, so yeah, yeah. So we're gonna run to commercial break and when we come back, we're gonna be talking to our guest, Mr. Dwayne Moore, to talk about his campaign that's going on right now. And uh so there's a lot of reasons for you to subscribe to Cast the Craze Podcast. You don't want to hear from us. Hear it from our previous guests. It's Monty Moore. I'm a 30-year comics veteran in comics, games, and movies. And you've been watching one of my absolute favorite podcasts, Catch the Craze. You are watching Catch the Craze. What am I listening to? And you're listening to Catch the Craze. Where are all the indies at? A Catch the Craze podcast. What are you watching? I'm watching Catch the Craze. What are you going to do? Subscribe now to Catch the Craze, the number one show online for independent. Have you subscribed to? You are an independent. Catch the Craze. Making moves on your own. Catch the Craze. On your grind in the streets. Catch the Craze. Join the movement. Catch the Craze. What's up, Dwayne? Welcome to Catch the Craze podcast. How's it going? Thanks. Good, good. How you doing, Dwayne? Where, I'm doing where, good, where, right? How you doing, man? Good, brother. Good. Where Where are you streaming from? What's uh, your Austin, Texas? Oh, oh look, Austin. Texas, Texas oh, connection, baby. Yeah. So, so we were talking to uh to another um guest, uh, the one that will be next week, and he said it's hot. And I guess that's the consensus. Yeah, <laughs> hot in Texas right now. It's, it's just a little warm down here. I had to cut the AC down a second ago. I put this hat on and started sweating <laughs> inside the house. <laughs> so, so Dwayne, you know, right? Austin's a little cooler because you got more trees and all that stuff, and more hills, and you yeah, know, yeah, not yeah. like Dallas is already flat. 
<laughs> I guess so. But Dwayne, for those who don't know who Dwayne Moore is, give us a quick intro. Give us a quick, uh, you know, just tell us who you are. Uh, well, I'm Dwayne Moore. I've been collecting comic books pretty much all my life. And as the normal collectors, like, you know, some point in time, a long time ago, I started creating characters and getting ideas and wanting to do more. And 2020, I was sitting at the house with technically nothing to do. Mm-hmm. I'd already uh, created a, a board game. So I found out how to c- uh, connect with artists. And I realized, all right, it's not as hard as, you know, in the modern world, it's not as hard as it seemed. And so I found some quality artists, uh, found some quality writers to help me out. And I put this book together. Yeah, dude, that's, you know, it's funny. You said so many interesting things in that one statement because you're absolutely right. Like we start as collectors, right? As kids, we start collecting comics. We love what we're reading. But at some point you decide, you know what? I want to write my own stuff. I want to create my own thing. Have you always been, are you the writer uh, mostly, or did you ever draw as a kid? When I was a kid, I I was an artist. I mean, mm. I'm not saying I was a good artist, or, or <laughs> I wasn't a great artist, but I was a good I was a good artist. I wasn't a great artist as a kid. Mm-hmm. So, and I wasn't that much into writing back then. So I used to start drawing it out. And I'm like, yeah, I'll figure out the writing part later. I'm just gonna draw this, and I'm gonna draw this. We'll create this character. So I created like a, a whole bunch of characters. I drew quite a few of them. I still have the old sketches and I don't draw as good now as I did then <laughs> when I was in practice. Uh, so I wrote one of these stories. I created all the characters, but I wrote one of the stories. Uh, I started trying to write, I've been trying to write off and on and and I was kind of comfortable with it. And honestly, I have a girlfriend who tells me when she doesn't like things. <laughs> So, like, you know, I wrote I wrote something and showed it to her. I like that. I'm like, oh, okay. I still went ahead and hired three artists because there's four stories. And I'm like, all right, this one I've already put into a short story anyway. I'll just convert it to comic book format. And I did. And I liked it. She liked it. And I found the artist for that one and plus the artist for the other ones. But, like, I created all the stories and I plotted them all out. But until I actually finished the first one, I wasn't as confident trying to write them all myself because yeah. I believe in quality. I'm yeah. not going to give bad quality. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. And now you, you did mention a board game um, that you created. Yeah. Now, this was this was pre-2020? Like you yeah, were- I started on it. Uh, man, I, I want to say like mm, 2015, 2016. Uh, it actually, I want to say it actually kickstarted in 2020 right before everything changed okay yes i'm pretty sure it was actually kickstarted in 2020 like right before everything locked down right <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. it fulfilled during that summer surprisingly okay. what's what's the board game about like what, what uh it? it's called surviving the game it's a deck builder where um you're like uh the best description would either be like the old movie running man or the new tv show um what is the name of that TV show on Netflix? Um, you're fighting your way through a deadly obstacle course. Okay. Squid Game? Squid Games, that one, yeah. Uh, neither Running Man may have influenced me some. To be mm-hmm. honest, I have a comic book background. Probably like the Danger Room from the X-Men influenced me way gotcha. more. Yeah. Because yeah. actually uh, I created part of, I got the part of the idea from my actual comic book stories. Mm. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. 
So it always it goes back to the comics. It yeah. always yeah. somehow goes back to the comics, right? <laughs> it's what I've been doing then, all my life. <laughs> right, right. So then 2020 hits, and you're like you said, you're literally at home with nothing else going on, and you started to to create this. And I, I like the tagline on your on your uh, even on your Kickstarter. Let us take you on a journey into a universe that only resembles your own. Get introduced to our heroes, aliens, and creatures of myth. So you're not limited to, limiting this to just one book. You're no. trying to put together a whole universe, your own MCU, so to speak. Right. Right. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. so, so, how many how many stories in this one universe right, right now? Not because I'm sure it's going to expand, right. but as of right now, what do you have? How many? Do you the have? first the first book has four different stories in it. Okay. Uh, they're kind of interwoven. Some of them are. I mean, at some point in time, they're in the same universe. They will touch each other. Sure. But at the moment, they're only kind of interwoven. Right. And, and so and so, why why did you jump right into the universe rather than just maybe one story at a time? What, what, what made you say, you know what? Let's just do this. Let's go. So the thing is, I feel like one of the problems with comic books failing, even if they're like, you know, like Marvel or DC, is that you make this one comic book with this one character, and then not enough people like it. So with four different stories, four different types of characters, the goal is hopefully, all right, you pick it up for this character. And then after you read this character, you go ahead and read these other characters too. Like, oh, that was interesting. Because it happens a lot. Like there's a story you might like, but if you're not motivated to pick up the book that the character's in, you, you never know until you've actually read the story. Right. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking through your through your page now. Yeah, these look do and I like I like that, that you named it 2020 the introduction. Yeah. So so the story will not start at the beginning or the end, but 2020. This is the introduction. So tell us a little bit about like why that direction, you know, when, when in creating, where it's like you're telling us because not the beginning, not the end. It's this is where it starts. All right. So uh I mean it's a universe, so there were things happening before 2020 in the universe. 2020 was a perfect time because not only was I sitting at home and it motivated me, characters have origins. And 2020 reflected the origin of one of my group's Power Corps. Because honestly, I created Power Corps, I want to say 92. And it was literally uh, like I created them right after the California riots. Hmm. And not that you know their book is going to be about stuff like that constantly, but their leader, his origin was tied to that type of thing. And where the comic actually starts, it starts after the group has retired and he's remembering what they went through. Hmm. And because his story kind of started there, 2020 was perfect because it starts at him like literally the first page is him watching the protests of 2020. Mm -hmm. and. I say he retired. He's uh, waiting for his appeal to process. I'm uh, not appeal. Uh, his pardon. Okay. You know he. You know he's a superhero and he's done some bad things and he's you no. Know, you know saved the world at least once. And the government has hired him, and they're in the process of pardoning him. So he wants to go and interact with what's going on and help, but he can't because till his pardon is through, he's got only considered watch. Gotcha. So now the book, the way the book is set up, so you have four stories, right, in yeah. one book. So you have, I know you said the origins of a vampire without a past, a patriotic hero that has defended America's civil war, a Baptist preacher is in this book. 
you know, so you have a few. So now when we get the book, you know, it's it's a graphic novel, right? It's, it looks yeah. like it's a pretty thick book. The stories, do they begin to inter, like intertwine into each other now? Or is that something that you save for later? Uh, How are you pacing it? So you'll immediately uh, see that uh, Old Glory, uh, the Civil War character, has a connection to Power Corps. Because uh, he will be like on the news while um, the leader of Power Corps is watching the news and they'll mention his name and he'll like actually react to his name like he knows him. Gotcha. From his past. Uh, so he will interact. Actually, he's going to appear in, I think, Power Corps issue number four. Okay. But it'll be a flashback because all of most, pretty much all of Power Corps will be flashing back to things that happened before they re they retired. Okay. Um, and uh, Baptist uh, and Brand X won't actually interact as much with anything else in their first few issues. Uh, the Baptist origin will be three issues long. And well, Brand X will not actually be an origin. Brand X, Brand X and Power Course will be ongoing. Uh, DMD Origins with Old Glory. We'll do three stories about Old Glory, then it'll move on, I'm quite sure, to the teen group called Power that will appear, or the young group called Power that will appear in the beginning of Power Corps. Right. And DMD, DM Dark Origins, Baptist, after history, will go probably into the antagonist of the Power comic line. Gotcha. Okay. And I see you have t-shirts, you have hats. I mean, you have... There's there's a few things there are a few things that are, that are that are happening with the uh, with the campaign itself. So I'm pulling it up right now, um, but this looks dope, man. I mean, how how big is the book? Like, how big is this book that you that you? Uh, the plan is going to be seventy pages. Seventy pages. This one. Okay, yeah. So four stories, seventy pages. And are these issue ones inside these pages, or they're yes. kind of like side stories? These these are all issue ones. Okay. Yeah. And any plans on doing them individually, like for cons and stuff like that, or no? Um, I contemplated that, but what we're, I'm probably going to do is for after issue three, I'll probably do a combined of the first three issues. Gotcha. Okay. And Brand X and uh, Power Corps going by their popularity, they may end up with their own standalone books, uh, or I may end up doing more than one anthology at a time. Okay. Because, uh, I want to keep doing origin stories uh, and DM Dark Origins. It's going to be more um, closer to, I want to say horror, but not really horror, uh, more disturbing stories, not necessarily like bad disturbing, but like um, the uh, Baptist story is going to get closer to more like a horror by the end of it. Exactly. So uh, and DMD, uh, DMD origins will just pretty much just be origin stories of right. characters. And listen, you you weren't kidding about this artwork, man. This is this fantastic. Is I love the artwork on Old Glory. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. artist is amazing. I mean, oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, see, he's only got three more pages to draw before he's finished. Mm -hmm. uh, once he gets those three, I'm gonna get him to the colors. The colorist has colored everything, but those last three pages. Yeah. Uh, I have to change artists on Power Corps because the first artist uh, uh, 
I had issues. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get past first the page one with him. So oh, uh, I had to oh. find a new artist. Uh, and the artist that's doing Power Corpse is amazing. But he got started a little later than everybody else. Okay. So he's still working to finish his uh, his pages. Okay. But they're all the artists are amazing in, in their own way. Yeah. How, how did you how did you uh, find your talent? Uh I got started looking for talent when I was like creating my board game and I used DeviantArt for that. And I pretty much swear by DeviantArt and PayPal. Okay. <laughs> That's it, huh? And if, if, I mean, you get to see the art beforehand to see what their quality level is. Yeah, Once you see yeah. their quality level and if you're PayPal in them, you know, they're not going to rip you off because it's PayPal. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it's these, I mean, even these things, the characters. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I mean, I love all the artists. I, I I can't lie. I love all of them. How, how do you go? How do you go back and forth with the with the so, characters? I, I right mean, there, I you drew them. That's my art. Okay. That's what I That's my original art for Power Corps. Gotcha. And this was how many? How long ago? Uh, uh, ninety one. Somewhere between. Oh, okay. Now, if I did it in ninety two, then it had to have been after ninety two. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it was like ninety two, ninety three, probably. That's cool, man. That you threw some of this stuff in there. Oh yeah, that's Yeah, that scene right there with him sitting watching the monitors is pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get that to the colorist because yes, yeah, his inks look amazing, and I uh, almost it, it's weird. Like you see him, in, huh? It's almost photorealistic. Like that whole police scene right there at the bottom panel is pretty f amazing. Yeah, that one took my breath away. Yeah. That, uh, that's one of my favorite things. I'm not going to lie about doing this is waking up to art in the morning. Yeah. Cause yeah. they're sending me a page at a time to check it or whatever. And I remember like, you know, uh, when the writer wrote that and, you know, I'm going through and editing and stuff and I can see it, I can see it, but I, it wasn't that powerful in my head. <laughs> right. right. Damn. Yeah. This, this looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, the, the you can see the labor of love in the in the in the care for the pages when they're illustrating. Jeez. Yeah, the, and then then I mean, just I mean, you could just print it like this in black and white. I mean, it's just the writing. Everything's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, even like the page you just passed, Sam, like the guy eating a burger just looks so. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, stuff like that. Like it's awesome, man. This looks incredible, dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really. Really. Incredible stuff, man. So, so now, Dwayne, you don't write all of the stories. You, you're, you're, you're acting as a as the editor, I guess, in chief of it, or uh, yeah. So it? I wrote, I wrote the uh, DM Dark Origins Baptist story. Okay. Uh, I have an ongoing writer for Brand X at the moment. Okay. Uh, I decided when I realized that Power Corpse was the best way to introduce everyone to the universe. Being that I created the universe and I'm the only person who really knows the universe, I realized I should probably write Power Corps. It just makes gotcha. sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, like I'm already uh, the next issue of Power Corps, I plan on introducing like the premier group of superheroes, and actually feel kind of like they are kind of like the Avengers are. It's like before the MCU, the pe people knew who the Avengers were, but they weren't the X Men. Right. Uh. Now everyone who I've always been an Avengers fan, but now everybody knows who the Avengers are. So the, our premier group will be called the Renegades. They're not like going to be like super famous. They may not even get their own book, but they are in the universe. They are the you know the main group of superheroes. Got it. 
But yeah, I'm gonna go back through Power Corps and introduce you to different parts of the universe. That's awesome. Yeah, this looks this looks incredible, man. Incredible. Now yeah. the, the show airs on the 19th. So as a, so on the 19th, you would have about three or four days uh, to go. But I think you're gonna definitely make that goal, man. This looks incredible. Yeah. How long's your trailer? Uh the trailer. Uh, I don't remember the time. Maybe two minutes. Uh, right. Let's I'm play sure. the trailer. Hold on. I'm gonna play it. We don't want to sell you a comic book. We want to introduce you to our universe. Our universe, like the others you have visited, has many facets. Magic. Gods. Heroes. Monsters. Villains. And all the in-between. This is only the first venture. In the introduction, we will present you with four stories. Two groups of heroes, one on their first outing and another as they remember how they got started. A man who finds out that being all that he can be is more than he ever imagined. Another that dreams of happy time before facing his current reality and one who has lost himself in almost his life. Come join them on their journey and enjoy the introduction. That's pretty much it. Oops. Nice. I mean, that's awesome, man. That is awesome. That's quite the team you have there, brother. That is quite the team. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to leave uh, nobody out. Uh, initially, like, I had artists working on pages. Like, I need covers. I need covers. So I just, like, hired <laughs> artists just to do covers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. So how excited are you about this project, man? Like, to be able to say, hey, you know, in, in a few years, you know, I'm going to have a few issues of all of this stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely excited. Uh, yeah. I actually just got to watching uh, this thing about Milestone last night, and, and I, I, I like Milestone and everything. But I just watched this like thing about them, and they're coming back, or whatever. And it, yeah, yeah. And they're talking about their excitement. Yeah, I'm definitely excited. It motivates you, right? Yeah, no, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Are you gonna Are you gonna be at any shows? Like in a Texas, I know Texas has a lot of shows. Are you gonna be doing any shows? Uh, actually, this uh, this Thursday, I'm gonna be in San Antonio. Okay, I think it's called a Super. I'm not even sure what it's called. Right, right. right. <laughs> it's got are a you, long name. It's like a car show, Comic Con. Oh wow! I mean, are it's pretty doing, big. Uh, let's uh, like uh, the guy who plays Obi Wan's gonna be there. Wow! Uh, Damn, that is pretty. <laughs> Jeez, that's you know, that it? <laughs> Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Are you doing anything at the end of the, at the end of the month? Uh, the end of the, well, I'm sorry. What was that? The end of the month are you doing anything like at the end of august into september like in that, that uh not really uh okay. i wasn't as i wasn't as prepared as i should have been for like you know going to conventions and stuff right i got and you i like most of the tables and stuff were kind of sold i meant to do one like a couple of weeks ago but i couldn't because mm -hmm. they didn't have any tables yeah. um and then i had like two of them both this weekend like i can only pick one of them we're going to the yeah. big one. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, it's true, man. Hey, listen, when, I know that when Sam did the Fan Expo, it took him forever to just say yes or no. <laughs> they didn't even know whether he was in or not. So, oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah. yeah they told me five weeks before the show. Right, right, yeah. Because a lot of people remember that things are opening up, so a lot of people are signing up to these things right away to get out there and start doing them. But yeah, no. Listen, once you get, once you're able to do them, you should, totally should, man. I think this is something that I think the fans. If you spoke to them and one on one interacted with them, they would they would just jump all over these books, man. So I'm looking in the camera, my hat looks crooked. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we've reached a point where we're going to give you the camera, and I want you to give us your elevator pitch. Why should people back DMD Double Comics Volume Number One, and uh, and where can they find you on social media? So uh, go for it. Okay, uh, so. I'm hoping you're interested in uh, checking us out. Uh, we have four different stories. All of them are interesting. Uh, we have a vampire that's just, just woken up. Um, uh, just woken up uh, without any memories, um, surrounded by va other vampires. Um, yeah, we have four stories. Uh, a group of superheroes. Um, we're introducing you to a universe. Um, if you pick it up, you'll get the first four stories of our universe. Um, you can find this on Facebook at DM Double uh, Comics. You can find this on Twitter and Instagram at the same places. Uh, we have a website, but we're still working on it right now. We haven't had a chance to do a lot with it. Um, it's way more work than Facebook. So uh, the best place to check on us is uh, Facebook. Uh, DM Double Comics. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Hey, hey, the more you do the podcast, the, the easier it gets um, with delivering your pitch. Don't worry about it. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, you're putting a lot of heart and soul into your book. You can see the quality there. Um, wow. Again, guys, check it out. The link is in the summary. Go hit it up. There's three days left. Um, it's going to be worth it. Go for it. Absolutely. Yeah, but thank you, Dwayne, for God, coming on Cast the Crave. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, man. Nice. And whenever you're ready to come back, come back. You know, we'll chat some more and we'll talk some more about the comics, you know, whatever. Oh, definitely, man. I'm definitely going to uh, keep y'all uh, keep y'all on file. <laughs> you got it, brother. All right, all right, you, have good, you have a good evening. And again, much success to you and all your endeavors. All right. Thanks, man. You take care. Thanks, hey, Sweet. All right. So that was doing more. Again, check it out. I mean, the quality is top notch. Um, beautiful. Uh, beautiful. I mean, I mean he, he's really put together a really top notch team. So, um, again, guys, check it out. There's a, the, you know, Kickstarter has become the new comic book store. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, that's basically what it is. It's become the new comic book store. And so as you're perusing through the aisles, um, you know, ch check these out. Check, these are the unsung heroes that you, you're not going to see them everywhere until they've built an audience, right? So everyone is trying to get their passion out there. Here's an opportunity to uh, spotlight another indie creator and uh, show some love. And again, you're getting something for your investment. So you're investing in a product, but you're getting some quality stuff for your investment. So go and check it out, guys. Big time. Yeah. Remember, you have till Monday, August 22nd. To uh, to make this uh, this campaign, you know, reach its goal. I, I'm pretty sure by now it probably already did. But uh, just make sure you go in there. Listen, they got some good stuff in here for 20 bucks. You can get a printed copy of it. It's 70 pages. It looks like it's full color. It's four stories. Hey, you know, 
about yeah. 17 and a half pages each comics or issues one of all of them so this is a guy who's trying to create a universe man not just like one yeah. that's that's an endeavor in its own that is an endeavor that is yeah. an endeavor. That's, a, that's, so, that's a lot of movie parts yeah sometimes sometimes anthologies like this you know can kind of like also tell the creator which book he should put his you know his efforts into maybe that one isn't hidden so let's just do that one let's do let's do power course right now because you know baptist didn't really do so well so and the feedback is important the feedback is important when you get these books it's very important that you give the uh which is know, hard give, it's yeah, hard to get the feedback yeah. Because uh, on, on Kickstarter, right. it's like they don't want to be seen. They just want to buy the book, go on with their business, and they don't want to be seen. Um, yeah. So it's hard. I think you start getting feedback when you start building a reputation, uh, right. when they see you consistently, when they're coming back for those consecutive issues. That's when you, you'll start seeing it. And sometimes the feedback is just the fact that they keep coming back. Yeah. No, and you know listen, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. The feedback is that. Or also just posting pictures on social media saying that you received the book. You know, yeah. I, I was fortunate enough that, and big shout out to uh, to Dwayne, um, who posted uh, my book. He's got animation entertainment um, comics, and he posted, you know, that he got my book. And one of his, you know, somebody that was following him reached out to me and said, "Yo, this looks great. How can I get it?" I gave him my website, and he purchased the book. So, like, that's how it happens. It, it happens like that. So you don't realize how important those just posting a picture of it is yeah. to another indie because somebody that person may be following sees it and then wants to support it just because yeah. of what they saw which yeah. is why we support each other which is why whenever I, I get a book i try to post a picture of it um somebody who bought the again the you know who's who's who pledged to the campaign had um that cover with the uh with the amazing spider-man 300 cover that vintage that you know they uh that cover and it looks great like it, it they make it look so he made it look so i was like wow this cover looks actually really nice yeah. So, you know, it helps. All that stuff helps. So whenever you guys yeah. pledge to a campaign, post it, talk about it, you know, give us the feedback. Let us know what you think. Good or bad. Good or bad. You know, it helps. It, it helps. Yeah, so, it, um, it helps. I mean, it's hard to get it, you know, but when yeah. you do get it, or relish it, I know that every campaign that I've backed, um, whenever I receive the book, I go on social media, I post that I receive the book, and I tag the creator, you know, just to let them know. And it's, it's helping my audience get to know that creator well, as well yeah you know because you know when you take you know i was you know I was talking to my wife you know engagement is very difficult whether it's on social media and everything else you know i think it was um it was a guy on social media he has ten thousand followers on his instagram but he only has like 20 likes on his right. posts right yeah. and so engagement is hard so yeah. i you know i always I'm always dumbfounded by the fact that you took the time to follow because you were interested in somebody in, in something that they posted and you said, I'm going to follow this, but then you never engage. And I think, you know, um, it, it's, it's hard, you know, because you don't know what's going to be the one that attracts, you know, and then when you do get that engagement, you know, you want to react to it. Um, make sure you acknowledge the person. Thank you for taking the time to place in this comment. Um, so they know that you've seen them. Um, and you read the, the the comment, so it's it's hard, and it's it's a balancing act. I mean, I'm never going to master the art of social media because it requires a lot of dedication and time. There are people who dedicate morning, noon, and night to just going on there and engaging and posting and talking and chatting and all that. I got to create, you know, so I, it's got to be a balancing act. But um, you know, again, we do the show because we want to spotlight the other indie creators out there in the market. You know, again, we are the indie creators podcast, so 
here was another creator. Go check it out. Oh, the link is in the summary. Um, give it a shot. You won't be disappointed. Um, yeah, give it a shot. Big time, big time. Yeah, yeah. And, but, uh, yeah, and next week we're gonna have um, we're gonna have Mr. Paul Gomez on the show next week. Yeah, so that's sure into that. Another, another crowdfunding campaign. He's gonna be down to the last week. And um, yes, yeah, so we had a great conversation with him. And so you check out that episode um, right after. And um, yeah, yeah, again. So the crowdfunding space has become the indie um, creators playground. Um, now it's just about getting people to know that they're there on the playground. You know, it's like the worst thing you do is you're in the sandbox and nobody's playing with you. So, you know, let's build a sandcast together and let's have some fun. Um, and if you haven't done so already, uh, again, as a reminder, Sign up for the launch of Disneyland in my toilet launching on September 20th on Kickstarter. Again, if you sign up, if you sign up and you let me know you sign up and you send me an email, I'll send you this digital print of Duty's Monsters on Planet Cthulhu. Um, and if you physically back the campaign when we launch, you'll get the physical print added to your box for free. Uh, so again, a lot of incentives to do so. The launch party is on the 20th, so join us then. And uh, this is another great episode. Um, and uh, with that said, I and oh, don't forget, if you haven't done so already, subscribe, like, share, tell your friend. This is the home of the indie creators. You want some to learn about some really talented people out there in the market, some great, great stories. This is the place to be. So I'm saying the crazy man there. Watch the dream of Medina. And we are out. No, I was talking about my friend Aquisa. Oh. Say my name, say my name. Right? <laughs> this is what you were thinking? Oh, Lord. Oh, he was crazy. describing. He said, I'm the idiot. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. Craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. Huh? This is Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. <laughs>